2: I was just reading how the North Koreans were, are, obsessed with Princess Diana.
0: Really?
2: Know that. Yeah. Royal family, they got stamps with her picture on it and stuff like that. What the hell? I don't know. But I just came across this randomly. How old was Princess Diana when she got married? Remember the royal wedding, if you're old enough for that, in 1981? Mm, 24, um, 25, something like that. She had just turned 20. Really? She was young. Yeah, and the oh. whole buildup. Through, you know, she's a kindergarten teacher who became princess. Everybody leaves out that she was part of a royal family herself. But anyway, um, she was 19 during all that. Wow. She was a kid. Wow. That's a little crazy. It is a little crazy. Well, and she felt trapped early, early on. Well,
1: probably because she was trapped.
2: Here's Butter, uh, how but, old was he?
1: Let me figure that out.
2: Where's is this, this is
1: classic talk radio we're doing right here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, uh, while we're doing that, Sean, get to, I want to a little more Dennis Rodman, but uh, the yeah, hang on, stand okay. by. How close to that are you? You're, are you seriously looking up the age of Prince Charles? Yeah. Upon his, uh... hard to believe we don't have uh, five hundred stations, isn't it? <laughs> so he was early thirties. Ah, uh-huh. but she's she's nineteen. <laughs> Hell, ain't nothing wrong with that. Sign Judge Roy Moore. Oh my God! You heard me. <laughs> 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 goodbye, Norma Jean. So, uh, it was goodbye, England's rose. Right. Uh, uh, either way, either way, either way. So, you know, it's funny. The uh, his uncle's dead. No, he's not. Well, maybe he is. But either way, <laughs> kind of <laughs>
2: overshadowed Dennis's opening
1: statement. We're talking which...
2: about Dennis Rodman on Colbert last night, talking right. about. Uh, his relationship
1: Korean? with Kim Jong-un, that's right, and and his true intentions. It kind of overshadowed one of his opening statements, which is, was roughly, people say he's crazy, but he's not, but he probably is. <laughs> uh, or something. <laughs> can we play that? Do you remember which one that is? That's the, it's, I, it's funny, though, that I don't see how people can sit there and say, this person's a madman. He probably is. But I didn't see that. But he probably does something. He probably does support I'm already. proud to be a Republican, and I'm proud to be a Democrat. But mostly, can we play that again? It's, it's funny though that I don't see how people can sit there and say this person's a madman. He probably is, but I didn't see that.
2: Play, play, and then play the whole thing because the rest of it is this whole thing needs to be dissected. Yeah,
1: it's it's funny though that I don't see how people can sit there and say. This person's a madman. Huh. He probably is. What? Oh. But I didn't see that. What? Probably, uh, he probably is. I'm just saying.
3: He probably is. Reports something. are he murdered his uncle and fed him to dogs. Oh,
1: he did? Yeah. Is yeah, that what he did? Well, if you see the video in the basketball game, and uh, you actually see his uncle standing right, right behind, uh, right behind the, uh, the
4: bench. Okay. So his, mon- his uncle's fine? Uncle's fine. Okay. Maybe he has more than one uncle.
1: Well, we're <laughs> pretty much. Maybe that's the spare way. uncle right there. Yeah, either way. <laughs> So
4: you know well, what bothers what me? Th- that
1: was edited, though, because that, that he killed his uncle was in response to, I think, Colbert, I thought, because Rodman was trying to pitch that he's a nice guy. Yeah, and then Rodman says, well, reports are that he murdered his uncle well, and fed him to dogs. Well, uh, right. He kill- Colbert said he kills people. Well, he, he, he murders his uncle and fed him to dogs. Right, exactly. So there's more to it. I, I need more of that. That's... Do we even have like the raw conversation? <sighs> that 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 will—that's a gold mine. How you it... don't just walk by a gold mine, Sean? <laughs> Reach in, grab a rock, and keep walking. You go in there and you fill your pockets.
2: <laughs> but Lee Rodman's mind works. Oh yeah. You know what me is, It works at all. It bothers me that people call him a madman. He probably is. But I didn't see it. What? <laughs> well, either way. that's three Either way. There's three turns in that sentence. Yeah. Whew. Which direction are we going? This way? That way? This way?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Then the whole, <laughs> he's a good guy, whether he fed his uncle to dogs or not. Right. Either way. <laughs> what? Either way what?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Either way. You can't. You can't blah, blah, blah. Or what was the uh, Seinfeld expression? Yada, yada, yada. You can't yada, yada, yada murdering your uncle and feeding him to
2: dogs. It always reminds me of Lawrence Taylor, the linebacker, when he got caught in a hotel room with a, a child prostitute and a bunch of drugs. Yeah. And he said, it is what it is. <laughs> and I thought, you can't is what it is being with a child prostitute.
3: It certainly isn't what it <laughs> is.
2: No, you can't is what it is like that. And you can't say either way to... <laughs> Uncle getting machine gunned today. Or
1: not. <laughs> uh, either way. Either way. What? Security robots are being used to ward off San Francisco's homeless population. One such robot recently took over the outside of the San Francisco SPCA. An animal advocacy, advocacy pet adoption clinic. It's in the city's Mission District. You may know it. Move uh, it along. From city. Where am I supposed to go? I don't care. Just not here. Is that what the robot says? It's to deter homeless people from hanging out there, and it's caused some people to get very upset. Silicon Valley game developer and congressional candidate Brianna, Woo tweeted yesterday her dismay <laughs> at the move, saying, quote, I'm sorry for being so frank, but this absolutely disgusts me as someone that experienced homelessness. Every time I travel to San Fran, my heart breaks from seeing all the homelessness in a city with so much wealth and privilege. The homeless issue, that's a nice
2: thing to say. Now, tell me what you're going to do about it. Right, right. Um,
1: Among the areas where the homeless hang out is higher crime, violence, there's psychosis, safety issues, etc., etc. You see
4: that? You
2: see that? You get me going on this? You can't get me started. You see that? You see the areas where the homeless people hang out? There's a lot more crime and violence. Right. It's dangerous. So it's not just like being a jerk to not want homeless people hanging around, because wherever there's a bunch of homeless people, there's always a whole bunch more crime and violence. Now, you might guess the
1: SPCA to be uh, administered by pretty compassionate people, and of course they are. Their spokesperson, Krista Maloney, said, quote, Over the summer, our shelter was broken into twice. The inside was vandalized. Property and cash donations were stolen. Furthermore, many staff members and volunteers have filed complaints about damage to cars and harassment they experienced in our parking lot when leaving work after dark. We currently employ security guards, but we have a large campus, and they can only be in one area at a time.
2: You're trying to criminalize homelessness. That's what you're trying to do. Boy, that was some excellent, stupid
1: knee-jerk kind of progressive uh, you know, that verbiage. That works on a lot of people. Unfortunately, in the last year, we've been forced to spend a significant amount of money to ensure the safety and security of the people on our campus, as well as the animals in our care, she said. Uh, the robot costs $6 an hour to use. But what is it? Average do- security uh, guard,
2: $16 an hour. Why do the homeless people just not say hey, nice robot, and go back to doing whatever they're doing on the street? Why do they leave? Shoots a death ray out of its eyes. Oh, I didn't you didn't mention that. <laughs> Either way, I don't know. It's funny. It doesn't it's say free w- alcohol four blocks <laughs>
3: over.
1: Keep moving.
3: Then they just keep redirecting them. They just have them doing exactly. laps around the city.
1: Um, the uh, uh let's see. Uh, by putting permits in public use of it seems the robot could do more than just discourage homeless camps. It could keep an eye on the surrounding areas and report crimes. Could also. Is it used to alert police and social workers to where homelessness seems to have increased.
2: Yeah, I, I don't, honestly don't get why it's clearing homeless people up. Is it because they feel like they're being videotaped? So they can't or something. It uh, the
1: nightscope bots are equipped with four cameras, able to read more than three hundred license plates per minute. That's interesting. Oh, they well, move about and keep tabs on an area.
2: That's going to be used for a lot more than this.
3: Got to keep track of the license plates all the homeless guys are driving around. In. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's going to be keeping track of every car going everywhere all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, the comments to the article, which Craig the Obamacare lawyer pointed out, are pretty interesting. Uh, here's uh, Ernie who, who says so Ms. Wu, let me get this straight I assume you agree that business owners are responsible for the safety and well-being of their clients and employees and have a right to protect their businesses from robbery and vandalism. If not, then your run for public office
2: will be short and unsuccessful. You're showing your privilege, but can I get some finger snaps when I say these things? Oh, yeah, that's listening that's to my... right,
1: because those are the code words we all repeat and feel enlightened. Nobody listening to my crap. However, you would rather they ignore these responsibilities and rights and do nothing, even though they are and will be held publicly accountable and legally liable should some unfortunate but very likely incident occur as the result of the presence of the homeless population. Wow, good luck with that. Then uh, some guy says, it maybe take some responsibility for gentrification in response. Okay. I'm not hearing a lot of compassion from those comments. That's a good point. Gentrification. Yeah, I've heard that's bad. When really SC neighborhoods turn nice, that's a bad thing. Apparently, here's another comment. According to WalkSF, a nine-foot square robot is more of a problem than human feces? used needles, tents, and other detritus. Um, can, oh, Patrick from L.A. says, Can San Francisco feminists sue the robot for sexual harassment? Because that's coming in three, two, one, 2, 1. Starring <laughs> Gloria Allred. Nice. Um... Then uh, somebody makes the inevitable suggestion that Ms. Wu loads up three or four of the poor homeless and takes them with her to live in their house. Then you could write a letter to the mayor, one to Governor Boombeam, see how many they would take. Pretty soon you'll have it all sorted out. Then you can move on to Seattle, Portland, L.A. and start a real movement. Um, and then the, uh, the dude from before said, maybe you could pay security guards a living wage. That's a good point. You know, if somebody brings $6 of value to a business, the government should force them to pay them $25 an hour.
2: So read that first quote from her again about her. She was homeless. I liked that one. Sure. Here we go. I'm scrolling. I'm sorry for being so frank, but this
1: absolutely disgusts me as someone that experienced homelessness. Okay. Every time I travel to San Fran, my heart breaks from seeing all the homelessness in a city with so much wealth and privilege.
2: Okay. So what are you What are you going to do about some people have a lot of wealth and you got homeless people. Tell, tell me right now. Tell me what communism. you're going to do. Tell me what you're going to do to Enact fix it. Enact communism. Well, maybe that's what she believes. I don't know. In but.
1: which the powerful are incredibly wealthy and everyone else is poor, but that's more equality. It's a shared misery. That's the beauty of socialism.
2: Nobody wins ever Oh, except the people in charge, they win all the time. And so I, if I'm one of these rich people, she's talking about, because I've done really well, I'm supposed to give a whole bunch of my money to that guy who maybe have never, never tried to do anything in his life. We Except don't know. High. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know him. You want responsible,
1: serious programs for the mentally ill? I'm in. I'm in. You want feel good garbage? Just to uh, uh, swash your uh, your conscience? No. Interesting. The robots, though. You huh. don't get to take my stuff to make you feel generous.
2: Interesting idea with the robots. I like a good robot. Yeah. Should we hear from Sean? Or you want to hear stories we're not covering? or? Yeah, we could. want not? How about that next? You're listening yeah, either, to... way.
4: Either, either way. Either uh, way.
2: You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: My heart. Republican Convention, Strzok ridiculed the Trump family, messaging Page in all caps, Turn it on! Turn it on! Three exclamation points. The douchebags are about to come out. You can tell by the excitable clapping. Keep in mind, this is the man the New York Times described as, quote, one of the most experienced and trusted FBI counterintelligence investigators. Other fawning accounts in the press painted him as a fusion of Sherlock Holmes, J. Edgar Hoover, and Batman. When you read his text, Peter Strzok sounds a lot like the sixth host
1: of The View. Certain Any read, to, any need, rather, to traffic in the sort of rush language or never mind.
2: Well, he was read- trying to read and talk at the same time. He's reading the actual text of an FBI agent to make a point. But, um, yeah, that, that story, God dang it. I'll tell you, we end up with a another special counsel investigating the first special counsel be good for talk radio don't think it's probably good for america
4: nah but-
1: get old man Mueller up there on capitol hill grill him a little bit have him talk to, frankly and 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 get out of him whatever you need to get out of him. We, we don't need a special counsel investigating the special counsel because surely the democrats will be angry about how he is doing his job or she is doing her job and will appoint a third special counsel to to dog them
2: um, uh, Marshall's got more on that in his newscast coming up in a little bit. Uh, that r- robot thing sounds like a slippery slope to judge dread. I remember that maybe <laughs> You could be right. Uh, also there this, are many slopes in San Francisco. Some of them slippery.
1: Excellent point.
2: Also, got, we got a whole bunch of texts about homelessness and the problem and everything like that. And, you know, once you open that can of worms, um, you're
1: proposing feeding cans of worms to the homeless. I, I like them. That's em,
2: shocking. I like them fresh not canned but and we got this text is it just me or do you guys suck more than usual today no i don't think so i think it's about the same
3: about the same (laughs) thanks michael (laughs) he's got the meters in there he knows yeah exactly
2: oh and we just got this before we get to sean's thing um uh, hired somebody here in the building obvious uh you know fantastic good for her and uh, they sent out the email with a picture of her i love that new thing where oh, yeah. they send a picture of somebody they hired because otherwise i never know who they are i'll never will know who they are now i know okay that person i see him hey welcome aboard you're doing good work or whatever um but she just graduated with a degree in digital journalism from usc i didn't even know what that was a degree it's probably a good idea that it is me neither but uh
1: Digital journalism. Wow, how interesting! Yeah, I'm sure it's journalism with a heap and helping of uh, how to interweb stuff. Interesting. I yeah, why not? Uh, okay, so uh, right, it's time for stories we won't be covering. With positive, Sean. Sean, what is your first headline?
3: We were just outside of Utah when the biting started. <laughs> Looks like a, kind of a, a real life, uh, you know, flight of the living dead situation going on. A JetBlue flight departing from Los Angeles was somewhere over Utah when a man bit apparent acquaintances sitting next to him. The man had then attacked a doctor who was trying to examine the victims, forcing another passenger to, to restrain him. I really had a hell of a time keeping him there in place, the other passenger said. The flight was diverted to Las Vegas where the man was arrested before continuing on to its final destination. It still remains unclear why the man was biting people. Wow. That's
1: bath some salts? crazy yes. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that- that's a bath salts. Wow, we haven't heard about bath salts in the news for a long time. Somebody
2: starts biting people. Well, you gotta be you gotta be concerned about re- uh, inner you know reacting to him. It's not like he's drunk and punches people, normal sort of just anger or whatever. Right. We've, we've seen this. Yeah, biting people. Yeah, you that's got, some crazy ass you, crazy. You're completely crazy or on some strange, dangerous drug. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Wow, that's nuts! Just like in prison.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, the flight was from where to where? Uh, Los Angeles to New York. Huh? Okay. There are now zero states where a cop can legally have sex with prostitutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Michigan Finally.
3: is no longer the only state in the country where undercover cops can legally have sex with the uh, with the the lady working working ladies of the night. Governor Rick Snyder signed legislation on Wednesday that removed a provision that prevented officers from being prosecuted for pr- committing prosecution offenses on duty. What was the argument for allowing the
1: police to do that? Well, otherwise, the gal would say... Otherwise, the gal
2: could say, I wasn't actually going to blank his blank. Please, I'm not that kind of girl. I'm no prostitute. And you're supposed to be the sort of guy that can allow her to start and then say,
0: that's it. (laughs)
2: I won't have this for another moment.
1: You're under arrest, young lady. Or five minutes from now. Yeah. Now, do you
3: guys uh, remember the names uh, Anthony Sadler, Alex Scarlatos, and uh, what was the... Oh, shoot. Uh, Spencer Stone. Do you guys remember those three names? Yeah. No, those
1: are the three oh, gents, yeah. uh,
3: the, yeah. the train in France who, who beat down the terrorists. Yes. Well, Clint Eastwood is making a movie out of that event. Wow. It is called 1517 to Paris. The trailer dropped yesterday. Most interesting part, the gentlemen are playing themselves in the movie. They oh, had, wow. Yeah, they have actors playing them as kids when they do the flashback. Here's their origin story sort of stuff.
2: Wow, they must have some interesting backgrounds that made Clint Eastwood think, you know, I can make a whole movie out of this.
3: Uh, Clint Eastwood, very pro-military. These guys yeah. had military backgrounds. Yeah. You know, a great movie maker. Yes. Well,
1: right. Yeah, how interesting. I, You know, God bless them, and I'm, I'm glad it ended the way it does. Some of the guys were injured pretty badly, and... It was awful, and they're real heroes, blah blah blah. But I don't, I don't see a whole movie in it. But obviously, Clint did, and and he's probably right. Yeah, shout out to those boys. I hope they never have to pay for a meal again in their life. Yeah, boy, those letters from Eo Ojima uh, movies that Clint made, the two of them, unbelievable, just unreal. You know, sometimes movies, you watch them, and they really make an impression on you. Boy, they did for me.
2: Did you ever see the one where he's fighting with the monkey? Oh, when he's going around uh, with
4: orangutan and Goutan. Oh, in,
1: and the the old, in, in the old people. truck and in fighting people. Oh, oh, yeah. Those were Made a similar impression on me. <laughs>
3: and finally, sometimes a banana is just a banana. Egyptian pop star goes to jail for sexy banana use in a music video. Yeah. Uh, the 25-year-old. No,
2: I haven't seen the video, but I doubt she had it on set because she her potassium was low. <laughs> no, no.
3: I've watched the video and she did not. Uh, on Tuesday, she was found guilty of inciting debauchery and publishing an indecent film, and was sentenced to two years in prison. Don't. Inciting debauchery? I've done that myself.
1: Uh, i she already apos- got mine ready to go. Nobody needs to incite it much. But she, go on.
3: she apologized before her arrest to the citizens who took her video in an inappropriate way, and uh, I don't see what other ways. What was she doing
1: you- with the nanner?
3: Um. Well, she. It was kind of like eating it.
1: Yeah. I gotcha. Oh okay. boy. <laughs> Okay, And I'm those are the stories she, uh,
3: we won't be covering.
1: I'm surprised she got, uh, you know, turned loose. That's uh, That stuff ain't uh, kosher there in Egypt, if you will. So how
2: did the trailer look for that movie? It looks good. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. The train movie? Yeah. W- when's mm-hmm. the last time Clint Eastwood did something that wasn't really good? I can't think of it. Maybe. I believe <laughs> his, his
3: last one wasn't that well received, but the American Sniper one was a really well done movie. Yeah. I forget what his most recent one was.
2: Every Which Way You Can too. <laughs> oh boy. Maybe. Oh, gosh.
4: What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? More fireworks, congressional pressure on special counsel Robert Mueller's investigators, anti-Trump bias. We're going to get more from the hearings yesterday. And the California Health Department's latest cell phone warning put down the phones. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. You got me uh, pulled in with both of those stories,
2: so I will stay tuned. I'm contractually obligated. Uh, You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. that texter saying you guys suck more than usual today. I just texted my dad telling him how hilarious you guys are today. Yeah, so you say, huh? Half yeah, either way. Half, either way, Dennis. Half cup full, half cup empty. Um, well said. What about Clint Eastwood's empty chair? And there was that.
1: Oh boy, yep, that was, that was the last really bad Clint Eastwood
2: production. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't great. Let's get the news now with Marcia Phillips.
4: And we're still waiting for the FCC's vote on ending net neutrality meeting going on right now. The Obama-era rules put pro or, uh, prohibit Internet service providers from speeding up or slowing down traffic from websites. FCC may vote to end that. House Republicans, meanwhile, increase their criticism of special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into Russian interference in the presidential election and possible collusion with Trump's campaign questioning Deputy Attorney General Rob Rosenstein during his appearance before the House Judiciary Committee about bias among Mueller's team of lawyers. This after the Justice Department released texts sent during the presidential campaign between an FBI counterintelligence agent and an FBI lawyer romantically involved and both later assigned to Mueller's probe. In those texts, the pair were strongly critical of Trump and dreaded the prospect of him becoming president. Republican Congressman Jim Jordan following up on the text during the hearings. This is unbelievable. And I'm here to tell you, Mr. Rosenstein, I think the public trust in this whole thing is gone. So seize me. You got two things you can do. You're the guy in charge. You're the guy who picked Mueller. You're the guy who wrote the memo saying why you needed to fire Comey. You're the guy in charge. You can disband the Mueller special prosecutor and you can do what we've all called for appoint a second special counsel to look into this, to look into Peter Strzok, Bruce or everything else we've learned in the last several weeks. So Jim Jordan... Yes, Congressman, and uh, I can assure you that I consider it very important to make sure the thorough
2: review is done, uh, and our Inspector General is doing a thorough review. That's how we found those text messages as part of that review. Which was a good point he made there. That, that That's how we found this stuff, us reviewing things. Right. But um, that Jim Jordan's becoming a rock star out of this for, you know, for half the country. Um, uh, I actually was watching MSNBC this morning and Joe Scarborough is calling them children because they're young, uh, (laughs) (laughs) congressmen. He said, these children screaming at people who were there for us on nine 11. And I thought, well, that's, that's getting a little, you're going a little far there to tie it all into nine 11 or so you can't criticize the FBI in any way because of nine 11 or something. Um, but I, I, I currently am against the idea of another special counsel, and that's Trump's guy. The The Republican congressman yeah. is yelling at a Trump appointee, right. so it's not, you know.
1: Yeah, although he wouldn't be the first Trump appointee to kind of go against the boss. Sure. Sure. Um, so the mysterious insurance policy text, as it's being described, uh, Strzok says to his lover girl, who's also an agent, both married, I want to believe the path you threw out for consideration in Andy's office, Andy Card, assistant. uh, uh, um, Was he uh, the second guy, number two guy at the uh, FBI or the DOJ? Andy Card. I can't remember. Um, uh, FBI number two, Andrew McCabe. Um, I, I want to believe the path you threw out that there's no way he gets elected, but I'm afraid we can't take that risk. It's like an insurance policy in the unlikely event you die before you're 40. Now, what is like an insurance policy is not clear, but that was two weeks into the Russia-Trump investigation from the guy who was running it. So what did he mean? I don't know. What are you trying to do and why?
2: I think they should ask him, though. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, this is breaking news. Uh, Paul Ryan has told someone, Politico or someone, that he is going to retire after the midterm election.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. They had to browbeat him into taking the yeah. job in the first place. He didn't want to be Speaker.
2: So less than a year, he'll be done. Mm. Mm. Maybe that's why he sounded so
1: loose yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. and kind of fun-loving exactly. when we talked to him. Exactly. He thought, you know what, F all this is. <laughs>
4: Fresno B is reporting. You should put your cell phone down and keep it away from your pillow. The California Department of Public Health is advising that you do this immediately. Smartphone use continues to increase, obviously, in the United States, especially among children. Average age when children get their first phone is now 10. 10 years old. The health department said some people and health professionals have got a lot of concerns about the radio frequency energy emitted from cell phones. Now, scientific community hasn't reached a consensus on the risk of the cell phone use, but the health department says research does suggest long-term extensive use may affect your health.
2: So everybody carries around this phone with them mm-hmm. practically 24 hours a day. Right. If it turns out there's a serious health problem with that, that's going to be one of the biggest stories in the history of the world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody gets some sort of crazy, awful cancer.
1: Well, right? We've talked to a handful of neurologists, neurosurgeons who say, no, I will never make a phone call with it to my head,
2: which is a hell of a deal. Yeah. I don't make a lot of phone calls, but I have a no. phone near me a lot.
4: And the, uh, the health department is warning that children's brains develop through the teenage years and may be more affected by cell phone use phones send out radio frequency energy when they are sending signals to and get the signals from cell towers. Now, is that's there th- any chance it gives you superpowers? Yeah,
2: think, why does it have to be a
3: negative? I've read enough comic books that's what I'm banking on. Yeah. I'm not giving up my phone yeah.
2: Maybe it kills me. Maybe I can fly I don't know. It Turns out everybody <laughs> that's done this is 10% stronger than they otherwise would have been.
1: Either way, Either I, way. I can see 10 seconds into the future Cool. That'd be somewhat useful.
4: Yeah, that would. would be
1: enough for you to be the most powerful man on the planet.
4: You'd, you'd avoid yeah. a lot of blows to the head.
3: Well, you to head. What, what would I do the with the ability? most powerful man on the planet. Yeah. What if would you If you could see 10 seconds into the future, yeah. What? What would you do with oh, that power? Yeah, right. Stocks. <laughs> so
2: you'd have to trade <laughs> quick. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd have
1: to get one of those computer trading <laughs> things, and
4: man, I'm not sure that would work. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Hmm. Now, you could
1: often see the directions things are heading 10 seconds before they head that way. So as a stock was rising, 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 you'd know precisely when
2: to sell it short. Oh, yeah. You could sit there with your Bitcoin, just keep investing (laughs) Yes. 10 seconds. Yeah. You'd be Buy, sell, it.
3: sell, buy. And just random occurrences. Like if you're in a situation, somebody's about to rob the bank, you can act... Before the guy even pulls out his gun You're <laughs> practically a superhero if you can see 10 seconds into the future Or in
1: every meeting you ever attend Say, now Jim, I don't want to hear you talking about the need to cut budget <laughs> Every single meeting You would know and you would counter people before they open their mouths till they would be terrified of you Exactly or And are they then, then the power comes
4: <laughs> Before they'd fired you. <laughs> Let's
2: keep discussing things that'll never yes. happen. Coming up. And the petering out portion of the Armstrong Indeed. and Getty show. Indeed. Is Brady hurt? That is the question. Talking, of course, is Wayne Brady and the future of Let's Make a Deal. Uh, is Tom Brady hurt? He may be hiding an Achilles injury, of course, which is the difference between them being Super Bowl champion probably again or somebody else getting to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of football, here's your one of your quotes of the day from the football world. Former Pro Bowl running back Larry Johnson told the Washington Post, He cannot remember two of the seasons he played in the NFL. Yikes. And believes it's because of CTE, the chronic traumatic, I get my head bashed around a lot. He said he made a, he's 38 years old, he said he made a highlight package of his time in the NFL so he can remember his playing and share them with his seven-year-old daughter. If I can't remember who I was, I've got YouTube. I've got music videos that I'm making for myself, so when I watch these things, I can remember. Can't remember two seasons. That's Hmm. troubling,
3: I would think. And his play style was very much that of, I'm a battering ram. I'm Uh, running through you. He was was one of those type of guys. I can't
1: remember like half of our career. (laughs) I mean, uh, if you were to say to me, you remember 2002. I got nothing. I'd say no, I don't. I don't remember a single damn thing from two thousand two. Why? My daughter was three. I can tell you that, but that's not memory. That's
2: math. You bash your head a lot. I do. There was a sign out in the newsroom the other day. It said, "Remember, beating your head against the wall burns one hundred and fifty calories a minute," <laughs> which is pretty funny. Uh, speaking of sports and non-sports, the hashtag Me Too movement. I brought this up earlier. I dug into it a little more. So they had the vote the other day, and this baseball pitcher you might remember, or who cares, uh, from the from back in the day, Jack Morris, was elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame uh, earlier this week, but uh, this article is about how they need to reconsider that based on some sexual stuff from the past. Wow. And the sexual stuff we're talking about is that in 1990, dang near 30 years ago, a uh, a young reporter had asked him a question in the locker room, and he said... I don't talk to women when I'm naked unless they're on top of me or I'm on top of them. Wow. <coughs> and that's going to keep them out of the, the hall? It got some attention, but then this 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 author, this Christine Brennan, who's a big deal in the world of writing about sports, said, that was then. It passed then, but not now. Can you imagine how Morse's repulsive display of sexual harassment would be received today with, a ha- with the hashtag MeToo movement going? And she urged the Hall of Fame committee to re-look at their vote in light of that comment from 1990... I'm sorry, who's doing this now? Uh, this columnist, she's a big okay. deal. She's on TV, she's on sports shows all the time, Christine Brennan. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a sports writer for USA Today, and she's, you know, she's got a voice um, that people pay attention to. But I- I'm just saying, if that level of... I don't know what you want to call that. She said it was a, re- a repulsive display of sexual harassment. But if that level of whatever you want to call that... She- keeps you out of the hall of fame in sports. Oh
1: boy. And again. Yeah, like I said about the rock and roll hall of fame, you got to rent them out for weddings and 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 retirement parties cuz they're going to be empty. Had Ty Cobb said that that would have been the
3: kindest thing he had ever said to another person.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah there's that, but Oh, Mr. Cobb. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I don't talk to women when I'm naked unless they're on top of me or I'm on top of them. You shouldn't say that to a young girl. No. On but, the other hand, it's also a do you mind if I put some clothes on before we do this interview? But but it could certainly be defended. Are you going to have every uh, barmaid and stripper in the country come forward with their stories of various athletes uh, using them as uh, talking to them like they're sex objects or whatever? And uh, now you can't be in the Hall of Fame. You're going to have a very, very empty <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> It's going to be a closet of fame, huh? I'm not saying you should behave that way, but we got to we got to figure this right, out.
1: Right, We right, got to figure right, this right. out. Well, and listen, there is growing skepticism slash cynicism, partly because people are trying to lump, say, uh, old uh, the Glenn Thrush in or this Tavis Smiley thing. I don't know what he did, but. Um, You can't have a single hashtag and a single movement and a single reaction to very, very different things.
2: Well, she says, this is interesting, at the end of her article, um, some might recoil at the notion of sifting through the past, but why shouldn't we? Why should Morris be treated any differently than all the others when she had gone through Al Franken, Roy Moore, Harvey Weinstein, Okay, those are three completely different situations, Right. let alone this guy saying what I just read. Right. You're, you're putting that in the same breath as Roy Moore climbing on 14-year-old girls.
1: Right. Boy, they're very different
2: from each other, and they're all three of them are very different from the picture. Man, lumping that in with the, 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 that other stuff. Yeah. Some of those are actual put-you-in-jail crimes. Right. Some of those are nothing. <laughs> so, I don't, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know where it's going, but it ain't over yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How interesting. So uh, I've been quoted many times as saying they're inventing a new kind of crazy every day. You got a guy sexing up horses. Then the next day you got a dwarf hoarder. You know, it's just there are a that's whole a lot
2: dwarf of that hoards or someone who's hoarding dwarves. That's never been
1: clear to me. It's, Either way.
4: <laughs> never Either way. Been, <laughs> <away>. <laughs> Either way.
1: Awesome. Either way. So here's a new kind. Uh, Washington, D.C. The temperatures are in the 20s. There's uh, the traffic. Uh, there's a highway. Guy runs, <laughs> runs onto the highway, bare-ass naked, leaps onto a moving truck, begins stabbing it. The truck. I'll show you with a knife
2: mm-hmm. Good or plan. some
1: sort of blade. Damn that truck! Meanwhile, cutting himself. <laughs> then, when he tires of that, putting a tire around his own neck and running off into the woods. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Mm. Authorities suspect drugs may have been involved. That's, so, a, uh, that's a 1411, right? Jim, how you doing? I'm all right. Why do you ask? Eh, I don't want to criticize, but you've been acting a little erratically lately. What do you mean? <laughs> Remember the time you ran onto the highway and jumped on a moving truck, stabbed it, threw a tire around your neck, and ran off into the woods? Naked. Naked.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess that was a little out there. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a rough day. What are you going to do? And now, Sleeve Boy presents
4: Final Thoughts with Armstrong and Getty.
2: Here's your host, Joe Getty.
4: Thank you. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Michelangelo, final thought? All right, A&G listeners, you've shamed me into compliance. I will be getting a small three-foot tree. Yes. Stop the phone calls, the texts, and the threatened boycott.
2: You know, the internet blew up with people saying we are tree-shaming you. Apparently, that's a thing yeah. among young, single people who don't yes. get trees. They don't like to be tree-shamed. Uh, Positive, Sean. Final thought.
3: Yes, T-minus nine hours to where I will be seeing the Star Wars movie tonight. I will have my
1: full thoughts on it tomorrow. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I hear it's pretty terrific. Hey, Marshall,
4: final thought? Well, I got to go straight home and deal with the gift that I'm getting for the Armstrong and Getty gift exchange. I'm getting hit with some extra tariffs, and now there are some (laughs) quarantine issues that have come up, but they should all be resolved by next Thursday.
2: Awesome. That's a good tease. Ah, uh, Jack. What is your final thought for us? So my wife had to take the boys to the ER last night. One in particular, because they ran down the hall and smashed into each other. But the uh, the less injured one. It's a funny thing with boys. Uh, he was clearly proud of his fat lip. He was admiring it in the in the mirror. I mean, it had bled a lot and hurt a lot, but he was clearly very into it and s- smiling as he told me about it. Right. He'd been through a lot. Gotten battered, got knocked down, but he got back up again. See He's how proud hard of I got. See how awesome this is.
1: Yeah, my final thought. Uh, listen, I don't know what that insurance policy text meant. I don't know who's on the right side. Who's on the maybe everybody's on the right side. Maybe, maybe we have no idea. But more transparency is good. The DOJ stonewalling, the FBI stonewalling, anybody stonewalling, anybody else who has legitimate oversight responsibility is bad. Be for transparency, my friends, no matter which way you swing.
4: Hey,
2: we'll see you tomorrow. God bless America.
0: This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I
1: will not sugarcoat
0: this. This is a
4: disappointing day for us.
1: Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and
4: that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. We apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done.
1: Thank you, and good night.
4: (laughs) The show's over.
1: What? Bye-bye. Armstrong and
2: Getty, the voice of the West.
0: and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.
2: You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in-store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay
3: a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes... You can return it anytime
2: or even upgrade it with something new. (laughs) Rent what you need. It's better at errands.
1: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.